This is Jerome with episode 27 of More Life. In this episode, Marina Petrakova and I talk about startups, toxic work environments, mental health, and a couple of other things. Marina is recognized in Forbes 30 under 30, and by nature, she's an explorer and a designer. She founded the medical technology startup VReach, which brings an innovative virtual reality-based tool and data to assist neurodivergent individuals in receiving engaging, measurable, and effective therapy. With it, she empowers doctors to be productive, excel in their work, all while avoiding burnout and maintaining motivation. She serves as the CEO and experience designer, and it's no surprise that she also pioneered the world's first immersive remote therapy tool, enabling patients to receive therapy in VR from anywhere. I met Marina when we were both mentoring at the European Innovation Academy, where we supported young entrepreneurs in navigating the complex business world and designing effective processes. She also mentors at Riga Innovation Academy and is an experienced public speaker, having spoken at events such as TechChill, Slush, Web Summit, etc. She is a certified professional in clinical audiology and speech-language pathology, rehabilitation and cognitive sciences with a successful career in these domains. Simultaneously, she developed one of Latvia's most successful communities, Riga Tech Girls, organizing over 300 events and creating content that educates, educates and inspires women in tech. In the same vein, she has orchestrated and led unique hackathons, such as the first health tech hackathon and the women in tech hackathon. She serves on the board of a digital health cluster in Latvia, and has co-authored recommendations for Latvia's national digital health strategy. On a personal note, she's been composing and playing piano music for over 20 years, and also plays the guitar and the drums, and adores the Portuguese culture. At More Life, we explore questions such as, how can we feel more alive, and how can we create more aliveness around us, from a variety of perspectives. If that's something for you, join all the others, and subscribe. Hi, Marina, and welcome to the podcast. I want to start with a very open question, which is, in this life, on this earth, what do we need or what would help us to have more aliveness? Uh, thank you for inviting me to talk. Um, so I would love to ask you what this means, aliveness. For me, aliveness means, um, I think it's really feeling based for me, actually. Feeling alive, feeling like I'm, I'm able to do things, uh, potentially having challenges, but having fun engaging with them and having the sense of um, a certain type of progress, not necessarily outer progress, but inner progress and outer progress together, maybe. Um so that's like on a personal level and i think on a on a like societal level there's there's also some some kind of harmony maybe involved in in that aliveness that i'm conceptualizing in my head right now <laughs> does that make sense yes absolutely uh so what do we all need i think we all need uh, to live our lives and uh, feel acceptance of uh, ourselves 
Um, I think it's pretty good when we understand uh, our values, our um, um, needs, and uh, not like very um, <laughs> physical needs, but uh, what is the behind the lives which we live. Mm-hmm. So um, we all have basic needs of being accepted, of being uh, connected, being seen, valued. And uh, as far as you understand what is most important to you and how you can reach it mm-hmm. as uh, best you can reach that liveness, I think so. But I'm not sure that everyone needs that. I'm okay. not sure about that. Okay. So being aware of one's needs and making sure that they are being met as, as much as possible. Mm-hmm. For most people, what what about the other people, or the people that you are unsure about? Um, can you please rephrase this question? Okay. Um, okay. Let's think. So maybe let's actually go on a different level. If if that is the case on an individual level, um, what can I do? to actually find out what I need. Oh, wow. This is a very <laughs> complicated thing. Yeah. And, um, um, yeah, it's very complicated uh, because uh, sometimes you can feel that you need to get somewhere. Uh, you have to reach some goal. But in the fact, maybe the most important is the process, how you get there. Mm-hmm. So... Um, uh, I don't have the certain answer. For me, I think uh, it's m- most important to develop inner observer, mm-hmm. as we actually talked before. Yes. So um, developing the the good attitude towards you, and uh, maybe not uh, thinking of uh, your life and your personality in terms of black and white. Mm-hmm. So uh, accepting the experience. And uh, observing what kind of feelings you have towards that. And this, uh, in my opinion, um, okay, it's not in my opinion, it's uh, in opinion of psychologists. <laughs> uh, and I just uh, can say that, yes, it works for me. So that these strategies of self-awareness and um, strategies of uh, uh, continuous work uh, with your um, inner child, inner adult, inner um uh, inner parent constantly giving results mm-hmm. so maybe this is the goal mm-hmm. to reach the harmony and aliveness mm-hmm. that that sounds like that would uh, would mean less criticizing of oneself absolutely so um, I usually work uh, with uh, my mentor with my like business mentor, let's say life mentor, and with my psychologist, and um, I received the um, advice from my psychologist. When I um, so my problem was that I couldn't understand that I have uh, too much criticism towards uh, every what uh, everything what I do, and it's not bad or good. Just was how it was. So she said like, uh, press the button to switch off him and say uh, like. Uh, the person who criticized me inside myself, you don't help me. Please stop it. So um, it's very complicated to do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you 31 year was living 
in um, the condition when it helped you. It helped you. Uh, it uh, really helped you to develop to uh, reach some goals, and then your brain is receiving a signal that uh, hey, you have to stop that. Right. You have to behave differently. So brain is uh, uh, saying you, I love homeostasis. I don't want to change. Right. So this is uh, like a little fight with uh, your inner parts. Yeah. Okay. Now th that's very interesting because I know that you do do lots, lots of things and at least you appear to be driven, but then that drive now, I would hope, doesn't come from criticism anymore. And a lot of people who hear that advice from a friend, from a psychologist, from a coach or a mentor are afraid that if they let go of the criticizing voice, that they are just going to chill on the sofa all day and don't get anything done. So <laughs> how does it work for you? That's very interesting. I think it's still black and white thinking that if right. I don't uh, have that uh, rude uh, guy in, into myself that I'm gonna be lazy and uh, die under the bridge. Yeah. I think it's not working like this. So we live in a burden of spectrum. So um, if you feel that this help you, then just continue to do this. I figured out that it... Uh, uh, didn't uh, help me and it actually led me to very bad situations in my health, in my life, in my business. So it's not the question that um, I wanted to change it. I need to change this. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I don't grow. So I think that you have to find your own recipe of um, those roles which you have in your um Mm. internal structure of personality. I don't know how to say it more simple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Does it make sense? It makes sense for me, yeah. Um, so what I've observed is that uh, when I let go of the criticizing voice, there is more space for experimentation, more space Absolutely. for taking more risks creative stuff which comes through your mind exactly and and that can can be it doesn't is not always but can be very rewarding and lead to you know whatever definition of success you have um and those risks are things that my my criticizing self would not let me take as quickly because it wants to have certainty okay Wants to have certainty of like, there's a high probability of success if you're, if I do this. And if not, don't do it. Okay. Um, well, I think we all have different experiences. So uh, mm, it's very interesting how we perceive what is happening inside. So uh, I think if you're finding your recipe, it's uh, the first step to success. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Nice. Um, then let's let's shift away a bit from the individual level and think about um, maybe on a on a group level or with with friends and colleagues, etc. Are there any? I mean, the notion still holds that 
it's important for every person to get to know themselves, to befriend themselves. How can we on a maybe organization level or on a uh, friend circle, family circle level help others achieve that or get onto the process of that? Oh, well, first of all, if uh, we receive a conscious uh, agreement that they, they need it, then I think we have to do this. But in general, uh, I think uh, not everyone needs it. For example, uh, there are different cultures, there are different uh, societies, for example, where are promoted uh, violent or toxic cultures, for example, in uh, big IT companies or in the whole society. And it's just the way how they manage um, how people think. So if you ask me about my friends and my colleagues, uh, I have to say that the best uh, thing is uh, just switch on uh, uh, mirror neurons and uh, show uh, and uh, yeah explore uh, while this person is present um, how you uh, deal with the uh, different uh, various questions and various problems so you're just showing with your um, with your example and people tend to uh, just copy paste sometimes but of course if we talk about uh, society where this kind of behavior is not allowed or even the um, bad way how to do uh, things and stuff uh, for example if we take an account business business is very diverse um, environment and ecosystem and it uh, breathes with different stuff so I have to say that uh, this is the power of diversity this is the power of neurodiversity that uh, some of us are developed to the stage that we see the value in this we see the value in uh, developing ourselves in uh, our lives because I mean we have only one life and we want to live uh, uh, not maybe in comfort but um, uh, taking all we can yeah. so uh, basically this is the maybe power of empowerment others showing with your example and uh, having st strong core inside yourself mm -hmm. um, yeah and I think um, mm -hmm. this is the recipe mm -hmm. of empowering people mm -hmm. what is uh, what do you think I have been following this idea of being a role model for a long time. And I agree that it is very powerful because it is also sometimes just talking about stuff is not as impactful for other people than seeing or hearing or absolutely right. Um, having that example. And also it is a, it is, I mean, it is, it is an authentic way of doing it. And it i believe for me it doesn't it doesn't take any extra effort because i'm just being myself um so what's the best thing that i can do the, the best thing i can do is being myself and That's then on very top of complicated, that isn't that <laughs> it can be complicated <laughs> um but then if on top of that even that leads to inspiration for other people that's the best thing for me that can happen yeah it, it sounds like a working model for mm -hmm. to to implement. 
yeah yeah <laughs> because uh the, the in my opinion the easiest way is to adapt to the environment and ecosystem where you are so um my background is uh medicine and mm -hmm. everything what is connected to being doctor so i must say that uh, in general everywhere in the world medical field is quite toxic yeah. um environment let's say because um People are absolutely burned out. People are not having forces to take care of themselves and uh, they are still helping other people. So when you get, get there, you can behave in another way. So you have to adapt to this. And um, this is uh, one of the reasons why I started my startup mm -hmm. uh, because I thought, okay, so if I can change the whole system, I will create my system where everyone will uh, follow. And I had quite very practical experience because before that I was uh, working in the most impactful community of Latvia, Riga Tech Girls. So I uh, tested different hypotheses and um, wow. the ways how we can empower people to do good things, to put attention to diversity, to inclusion, to overcome uh, quite uh, complicated life circumstances to reach the goals, which actually they uh, see as uh, impossible. Yeah. And it's not just uh, about uh, talking or some communication. It's about practical support that, hey, I can do this. And if mm. I can do this, then you can try. It's not obligatory that you will like it and will stay. But here you are, just try and see how you feel in this. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of people find that, okay, I have the alternative. So I want to live another life. Yeah. and escape from the toxic environment, from uh, vulnerable positions and um, be empowered in technology, business or or their best lives. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I used to teach a subject at, at university in the Bachelor's of Psychology called Workplace Health Promotion. Oh. <laughs> and... I really like to go at the systemic level, right? Yeah. So we did not talk so much about, you know, healthy canteen or, you know, offering yoga and massage. No, I said like, <laughs> you know, you can figure those things out yourself. Let's, let's dive deeper. Let's look yeah. at the structures. Like, yeah. Let's look at the organizational level. And I had one group where uh, I, I really challenged them to go like a level deeper and then another level deeper and then another level deeper. And then, they they asked me to join their breakout and told me like we have to fix society. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, so great. <laughs> I mean, so great formulation. Fix the society. I mean, we have to have the startup or a community fixing the society. Yeah, and and they were they were a bit frustrated because they were like, we are not in the situation to do this. Yeah. Like I gave them a case study and told yeah. them go deep, 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 deep. And then <laughs> um they were a bit overwhelmed. But I, I think I think it is about revisiting how we how we want to live and how we want to work and how we want to organize ourselves socially. And um I really like that in the in the recent years, at least that's that's my perception this metaphor of the oxygen mask that you have to put on yourself first absolutely has become more popular like attend to your own needs first then support other people it's a great concept it's a great concept of very 
um, complex uh, things which you have to do, and I think it's uh, working perfectly. Yeah. Just uh, take a mask for yourself and then for others, yeah. or just for yourself. Sometimes it right. also <laughs> yeah. is the thing. So um, you have a startup and you work with startups and you inspire people to do their own things. What, what do you think is important to keep in mind when it comes to the relationship within a startup? To, to, to be... To, to have the mental health yeah. and also get things done quickly? Uh, this is an amazing question. Thank you for that. Uh, I have to say that um, before I became a full, let's say, okay, not full-time, but part-time uh, startup uh, um, empower, empowerment uh, person and uh, mentor and also teacher in some things, I was, uh, I, I saw a lot of, mentors who were saying don't do this i had their burnout i had their depression so do this and uh, i think it doesn't work so i developed my own uh, let's say um, ecosystem of mentoring budding uh, supporting people to find their uh, real voice and real need because when we say when we talk about startups uh we can say that the okay if you if you ask the investor what is the most important for a startup they will say it's exit mm -hmm. you have to exit uh it would be perfect if yesterday if uh, you didn't uh, exit yesterday then please tomorrow so uh it's a goal which you can see but the thing is that uh, it's your life and you are uh, making the processes in that ecosystem to work so you have to think how you organize your life, the life of people who are maybe working with you. And uh, this is the most important thing in building product, in testing ideas, in making business. Because business, it's not about money. I'm sorry, investors. I'm sorry, all of the people who will, uh, uh, I think, say that uh, uh, I'm not true, but it's my true um my true thoughts that life is the most important more important than money more important than changing the world so if you have the, your value to change the world if you have um, your goal to make product you wouldn't do this if you are burnout and if you don't understand how operates your internal system your internal system operates that if you have great um uh, uh, things happening, then you have to take relax because great things is uh, it's also stress. So basically, when you're educating people, that uh, you have to understand what happens into your product, what happens in your uh, team, what kind of processes you have. For example, conflicts or synergies or friendship, because friendship stuff is also uh, the thing which happening in your team. And we have to take in account what can happen afterwards, because uh, it, it, it's, it's also about the way uh, of um, how you build the circumstances around around your startup. 
So um, I don't say to startups uh, that uh, you have to do this or that. I um, I ask the I, I ask questions and give the tools to understand for them what is really happening behind the smiles, behind the conflicts, who is triggering who, uh, what are real needs of those people and why they are together. Because uh, usually when you talk to investors, they say like, so, okay, you have a startup and uh, you're very dedicated, you're very energyful people, so please prove that you're going to do this. Uh, it's a great illusion because uh, you cannot predict what will happen. And if you say that um, we are a great team now, we built an amazing product during three months, it's absolutely not data-driven. It's illusion-driven. It's fantasy-driven. So uh, it's also the thing which I promote among the startups which I uh, mentor and uh, among my company, that our relationship is the most important. And if we have great ecosystem, good culture, if we have um, a deep understanding about the value which we bring to our customers, in our, uh, in our case, it's uh, doctors as well as uh, patients, neurodivergent patients with different uh, conditions such as uh, autism, ADHD, uh, after stroke, language development and stuff. So... We are not making fintech. We're not making e-commerce. We're making a very social product about people, mm. and we are people. So I'm putting the attention of them to understand what's happening. Of yeah. course, if they want, because as I previously said, not, not everyone needs that. Mm -hmm. So if I see that this person um, doesn't feel that it, it's this um, concept is close to him, that okay, then my company can't empower that person. And uh, yeah, th this is how I try to build relationships. Yeah, inspiring. Thank you. Um, let me just formulate an idea and then see whether you would agree or add anything to it. Absolutely. So based on what you just said, I'm I'm wondering if let's say, a, a small group of people, um, if, if there is this, this connection and uh, a shared desire to, to build something or to change something or to, to create something, um, and there is the support among each other for, uh, okay, uh, you're facing a challenge, I support you, or you mm -hmm. need to talk to somebody, I support you, or you know, maybe it's not me, but you know, I I know how to help you get supported. Um, then that sounds like an environment where there is less of that that criticism that we talked about on an individual Absolutely. level. Absolutely, you're it, totally right. It's less there on the on the uh, social level, but I'm pretty sure that that team is very able to build and create and grow very quickly um, if that's what they want to do. I absolutely agree with you. If we talk about people who are at the more or less the same uh, level or stage of personal development, hmm. 
if we talk about people who are most focused on uh, experiencing um, bad emotions in life or very mm, intense emotions, then they also behave in another way and they don't need that stable criticism lack environment. They need to uh, create scenarios consciously or unconsciously to play their roles. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is the thing which is, um, I think, very important to understand. Now, that, that would sound like for them it would be very important to have structure. Um, yes, could that could be. But I think that um, the power of diversity is that uh, we can show how it can be organized. But mm -hmm. there still will be people who tend to experience another things. Yeah. Who tend to create toxic environments, who tend to create toxic situations. So this is your desire or your choice to work with them or not. And it's not bad or good. It's just the way how their life works. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like uh, my value is experience every day, trustful environment. A uh, nice, um, fulfilled with the uh, interesting stuff. People, this is my value. And if I know that uh, people who are working in my team or with who I work have another values, I respect them, even if this uh, values or behavior is uh, uh, not uh, inscripted in my uh, comprehension. Let's say so. I don't judge. I mm -hmm don't evaluate i just uh make bigger distance let's say yeah right sure i mean you you can you can respectfully decide not to have contact with the person absolutely and it's i think in the end it's 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 a good thing to be able to do that it's good for you and also for the other person because if you are in a conversation that you don't enjoy in an interaction that you don't enjoy the other person will notice. I do think that uh, everyone has opportunities to see this. I mean, if you work with different people, they have different levels of empathy, as well as uh, when we talk about technology and business, it's uh, uh, burnout is the first name for this industry. Yeah. So um, I have to say that it's not like bad aspect of this industry is just the way how it operates and how it is built uh, at least in the country where i live yeah so what do you think would be um the most important thing when uh when teaching entrepreneurship or um Maybe teaching is not the right word. Uh, maybe doing mentoring for people who are just getting to know the entrepreneurship yes. world in terms of um, mental health. Like, what's what's what could be good ways to support them to make sure that they don't suffer burnout? Um, this is a very good question. And uh, I think that... Um, we have to take into account that if we 
teach people or empower or, or we take that parenting role where we uh, share some knowledge or examples. We should, uh, I think, in my opinion, as a person who taught at also different universities in my country, different people, uh, those, uh, some of them who are already uh, experts in their um, industries, for example, in design or technology, as well as those students who are first or second uh, grade uh, students uh, of Bachelor. Okay. Yes, so I was talking about people who uh, I uh, used to or still teach uh, or empower or mentor in terms of mental health. So I think that uh, you have to give a choice. You have to show that there is another boundary. There is another level of how you can structure. There, there are a lot of tools because uh, why... Uh, a lot of people got stuck or got to mental uh, health problems or burnout because they don't see any other way. So they see that this is the only way how I can reach my goals. And uh, if we take into account that, for example, uh, conscious goal is to go to the exit, but then conscious goal is to suffer. Mm -hmm. This is the thing. So... Uh, they got to suffer, they got to burn out, and they uh, they are receiving validation from the industry, from the ecosystem, because in ecosystem, everyone are experiencing that. Uh, maybe some kind of uh, burnouts, maybe some kind of depression, some kind of other things which are you know, just happening in their lives. So I think we have to talk that this exists Mm -hmm. And how uh, it really operates in the deep, deepest level of uh, human psychology. So, excuse me, all of the entrepreneurs, but I think that basics of psychology and psychotherapy or schema therapy is absolutely must for all of the bachelor or master degree because yeah. it's very hard to talk uh, to people about mental health if we don't understand what is actually mental health is not about yoga is not about uh, meditation only these are just two um quite easy tools for maintaining but if you got to uh real problems and if you have uh, stress then excuse me these are not those tools who will um, help you to reach your goals and uh, get to the exit so i think we have to um, work more with real psychologists with real um people who know how it operates inside our brain because currently what i see Psychology and neuroscience, uh, entrepreneurship, design and technology are very separated. Mm -hmm. So uh, we have to combine that, I think. So does it make sense? Yeah, and, and, and connects back to what you said in the beginning, because I can be a role model. And part of that is talking about 
working with the psychologist. Absolutely. And going through struggles and making sure that my my mental health is okay. Uh, or is, t- is maybe not okay. Way, maybe we have to also, excuse me that I interrupted you, but mm. uh, when we have a fire, we can try to fight with them, but maybe we can create the ecosystem and the circumstances when, when we don't get to the fire. Mm-hmm. This is the thing. So preventively work with ourselves and stay focused not uh, on um only business goals but also on our personal goals because your company your startup or maybe your co-founder or just you just work for that company it's not the company who hires you you are hiring this company to develop your skills and this is Mm. life uh, i think changing um, way of uh, understanding that you are not your company you are you who is using, excuse me for this utilizing word, um, these circumstances mm-hmm. to bring value. Yeah, I nice perspective. So. Very nice. Yeah, I I remember a recent conversation with a client and he mentioned like on the side that he often dreams about work. And that was like a big red flag for me. And and in a later conversation, absolutely, we we dove into that, and uh, it had to do with something that a lot of people in in the entrepreneurship world experience, which is not being able to stop thinking about work. Absolutely, if you work, uh, if uh, your life is uh, focused on what you have to achieve, the only one, let's say, sector then it's absolutely okay then that you think only about that. And if uh, this uh, is happening to you maybe during one month or two, three, okay, then we maybe couldn't say that this is too bad. But if you are living this life as a lifestyle, then as you said, we have huge red flag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, coming back, um, I'll try to summarize a little bit. Um, (laughs) So if I can live as an example, live by example, be a role model, that includes very necessarily, I think, and in a way that empowers others in very important ways, uh, showing the things that I do for myself, showing how I take care of myself, um, showing potentially also what I struggle with because that's part of the learning process and part of where other people can understand. I mean, on one end, on on one hand, it might be uh, counterproductive to hear about all the burnout in in the tech sector because then it becomes like, oh, this is normal, fine. Um, So I, I believe it is good to talk about the struggles, but that it is also important to talk about I was able to do this without burning out, for example. It's possible. Absolutely. And also we have to uh, empower not not only entrepreneurs or tech people, we have to empower and educate investors. Uh, We have to educate big companies. We have to educate these big big players because they are making the um, ecosystem and... uh, the structure of ecosystem, the way how what is accepted is normal. So uh, I think it's very important, and I don't think that now it's happening, at least in uh, 
my country. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think that it's very important because if we are trying as entrepreneurs or mentors, um, like uh, change the ecosystem without big players, it's going to be a very long road, but we will achieve this, but it's very long road. So I have to like, um, yeah, also um, say that, uh, um, less criticism, mm-hmm. Uh, and more money into business mm-hmm. because pressure is one tool among a lot of uh, tools uh, like violence or toxic environment is one tool among a lot yeah so i mean i mean uh, yeah let's do this i'm trying to do this for last four years or even more i don't remember now and uh, showing that we all are human, we are diverse, and we are, are sometimes vulnerable, and we are powerful, and it's okay to be different. Yes. The the differences uh, are beautiful and make us realize who we are ourselves as well. Absolutely. Because I, I can see myself in seeing a person who's different because that person is different, I notice who, how I am, how how I am. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Cool. And make connection uh, with all of the people based on uh, um, some trust, on some safe environment to achieve together, not to fight with uh, another. Yes, yes. Collaborating for the future. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> cool. I want to ask you one last question, which is, um, what are you f- currently focused on? Uh, I'm focused on uh, understanding how a startup, which I founded three years ago, can scale and bring bigger value than it does now. Um, the thing is, which we do is a VR-based tool for neurodivergent people to acquire different skills and uh, we succeeded in um, uh, Latvia and uh, we have to understand how to bring new paradigm paradigm of uh, acquiring skills of taking care of mental health of health globally and this is the maybe most important thing which we will try to achieve and I am part of the team of the company which uh, is thinking about this. And the second one focus is uh, my health because Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, uh, I should say that this is the priority and um, I have to, I have to do this because it's it's part of my job to take care of myself as a CEO and founder and a person who is impacting another young entrepreneurs, especially women. Mm -hmm. Yeah, great. Thank you. If people want to find more about you and your company, um, I'll put the links in the description. And I want to thank you so much for being here and taking this time. Thank you for an amazing talk. Thank you for listening. Please share the insights you've had. By doing that, you may well lighten up the day of another person. Subscribe to get notified about new episodes 
and leave a rating or comment in your app to help others find more life. If you have requests for future topics or suggestions for fitting guests, let me know. Thanks again and hopefully until next time.